What's up, everybody? This is Jarrett from Bowling for Soup, and you're listening to Upside Down Shark Radio. Nothing worse than an Upside Down Shark, except Upside Down Shark on the radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 42. That's the one. Of Me- it's the meaning of radio. life. Of what, what? It's the meaning of life, 42. I still haven't seen that film or read that book. You should, it's good. I should, it's good. Shit is good. Uh, my name is Craig, 27 born. Happy birthday. Joined, why, thank you. <laughs> joined by Tom, 8, Bakery. Oh, wow. Uh, I know I look young, but I'm not going to tell you my secret. How's it going? Do you think people will be able to divulge the secret names we've got going on? I don't get it. But the number is like our age. That's, oh, that's, yeah. That's, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. It was your birthday this week, so many happy returns. Uh, what does that even mean, really? Uh, it means that we hope that you return for the next year and that you oh, don't okay. die. So I guess that was more of a thing back in the old Eden days then. I presume. I, I literally just made that up. That, may not very, that might not be true. I just, I'm just saying things. Uh, this is another week where we are communicating through the medium of the internet. Um, you're not using... Are you tethering from your phone? I am indeed. Okay, so something could go terribly wrong, but let's hope it doesn't. This is the call of the future. Today. <laughs> That's a Simpsons reference, isn't it? It is indeed. Barely five minutes in. <laughs> God, not even two minutes in, actually. Got to get those deep cuts in. Uh, today. <laughs> um, uh, Who are we, Craig? Part? What is Upside are, Down Shark? We are Upside Down Shark Radio. This is a podcast. Maybe some people might call it the premium pop culture podcast, where we talk about pop culture, like comic books, movies, video games, films, sometimes wrestling, but I don't really like wrestling. Uh, and where can they find us for all these goodies, Tom? Well, Craig, they can find us anywhere good podcasts are found. So whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, uh, CastBox, iTunes Radio, we're on YouTube. We've got some great interviews with uh, some great people on there, like Frank Turner, Bowling for Super, Mega Ran. Uh, they can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. If you want to have a chat, a chinwag, or even a chinkafwag. What's a chinkafwag? You'll have to go on to UpsideDownShark.com to find out. Not even I know yet. I know. Hot off the I presses. Think, I think you said iTunes Radio as well, but I didn't want to cut you off because you were, you were on a roll. I was but in my flow. I, I think I meant tune in radio. Okay. Yeah, that, uh, Alexa loves that. So she's always talking about that radio. What? 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 Your Amazon Echo? What? What? Yeah, I've got, I've got two of them now. I'm living in the future. So have, you got, have, you got go, them, have you got them to that? argue with each other yet? Not yet. I didn't know you could do that. That sounds like a stupid fun thing to do. Yeah, you can get one of them to do to say something and then it will trigger it to, to trigger the other one and then it will go into an infinite loop of them just divulging into madness. It's like uh, when people used to play pranks by ringing up two different takeaways and then putting them on the phone to each other. This is the technolog- look, technological age of that. There is a great uh, example of that old school phone thing um, back on Radio 1, way, way, way back in the day. I think we're talking about 10 years ago. Do you remember Scott Mills? The, uh, yeah, I, radi- re- I recall this, yeah. 
and uh, he used to uh, do it. And then there was one time where he prank called a Scottish pizza takeaway place, and he was the angriest man he'd ever come across. So he just kept coming back to him time and time again. <laughs> and one of them was, uh, he said, uh, do, "Do you deliver?" And he was, "Yeah, of course we deliver." And he goes, "All right, then I'll have a pizza with liver, onions, and cheese." And just it was just a blanket beep after that because every word he said was a swear. And it was just bloody great. liver. God, what are you doing? Yeah, it's good uh, times. It's good times. Speaking of liver, we are usually joined. Are we usually joined? There is a. Should we keep mentioning this or the third? Uh, third the, man. The third wheel. Yeah, the third guy. Um, yeah. What? Well, how do you want to approach this subject, Tom? Paul is still lost at the zoo, and frankly, okay. we're getting worried. Um, yeah. He went into that gorilla pen, and I mean. It's hard to tell now that he's become one with nature if it's a gorilla or if it's him. Is he more man than gorilla? Is he more gorilla than man? I'm too scared to go in there in case I get my arms ripped off slash feces thrown at me. So we That's hope we, fear. We, we, can ho- we, we can only hope that we can bring him back to civility and back to the cultured, civilized realm of podcast hosting one day soon. But until then... All our hearts, prayers, and bananas to you, Paul. If you're listening, Paul, please comment, rate, and subscribe. <laughs> Shall we get on with the show? Yeah, what, what, what's happened this week that has got the nerd world interested? You, um, you I just, you said we need to talk about this, this big news that's happened, and I just read Aqua. Like and then I was excited, so <laughs> I, I presumed that we're going to talk about the Aquabats. They've been doing this new promotional stuff for their new album, I think. So what what what's their new Aquabats news, Tom? I'm going to have to cut you off there because uh, when I said the word Aqua, uh, it was actually followed by Dash Barbie Girl, and I just wanted to talk about oh, the damn. '90s pop jam. So are they still together? I have absolutely no idea. I could not name you one fact about them other than the fact they had that one song. Well, you're missing out because the the deep cut is Dr. Jones by Aqua is a very much better song. Is that is that actually a song by Aqua? Yes. And it is a banger. I will tell you that. Okay. Uh, I will listen to this after this show. If you want to put in like a little 10 second, 5 second clip of it when you're editing this, please be my guest well they just um they shout wake up now so you know they just wake up now there you go that's all that's all the tidbit we need okay when we're starting to sound sleepy okay righto i uh i will take your word for it but so what's happening with aqua these days uh i have no idea because twist m night Shyamalan-esque twist i wasn't actually talking about the band aqua at all i wasn't talking dun, dun, about aquabats either <gasps> I was talking about the new trailer, the first trailer, finally, for the long-awaited, much-hyped, question mark, much DC, hyped. Mo- <laughs> DC movie, Aquaman, starring Jason Momoa. Oh, you mean Seaman. <laughs> yes. Have uh, you seen now, the poster for this film? I have not. You say anything? If you type in Aquaman... Finding Nemo, like 
or is it Finding Dory? There's a Finding Dory poster where it's like all of them, and then there's loads of like um, sea mammals behind them, and it looks like someone's just taken out uh, Nemo and Dory and Marlin and put Jason Momoa there, and that's the Aquaman poster. They look so similar; it's weird. I'm just really looking now. Weird. Oh my god, that's so weird. It's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Um, yeah, I I really hope that's not accidental because that'd be hilarious <laughs> if it was just some graphic designer was just like, Do you know what, we could might be able to get away with. Let's just rip up the uh, Finding Nemo poster. No, it's just like Larry, make this poster. Just it's about Aquaman, and he's just like. Well, I did see Fighting Dory the other day. Maybe, uh, you know, I may subconsciously done it. That'd be funny. I, I've just seen another edit where it's the Aquaman poster, but they've photoshopped in uh, Bruce, Nemo, Dory from Finding uh, Nemo, uh, Ariel, Sebastian and Flounder from Little Mermaid, and also Patrick from SpongeBob. Patrick! And that is the film I want to see. Uh, I would see, watch that. See, you're you're more into the whole DC universe than I am. In that you've seen more than one film, you've seen more than Wonder Woman. <laughs> so just by default, you are more experienced in the troubled production of this movie franchise. So, are you excited for Aquaman? I've not seen I've not seen Justice League. I've not seen anything that uh, Aquaman's been in. So, should I be excited? I'm. I'm not really that excited. Um, this whole DC universe, it's really not really been what they were hoping for, I think, and now they're hedging their bets and they're not doing it really, are they? No. Um, yeah, Aquaman is... It's a, it's a weird... Because he's, um, he's had best-selling comics, like sometimes he's been top of the charts every now and again as well. But he's also and been a meme. He hit, yes, and I don't think Seaman um, helped him, the South Park uh, parody. And also, was it Robot Chicken? Constantly making fun of him. But Jason Momoa, he, he seems like an okay dude, you know? He seems like a cool guy, so if anyone was going to add a bit of credibility to the character, it's probably him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think this whole DC universe is... It, it's not necessary, and whatever they were going... It, it's weird, because there's also another bit of uh, DC News this week, uh, the Titans thing. Have you see, Have you heard about that? Are we going to talk about that? I haven't seen the trailer, but I've seen people talk about it on Twitter and say that it could be worse than Batman vs. Superman. It's because all of... It just seems so strange. Like, uh, in this Titans... Like t- Teen Titans is like uh, the Robin and a bunch of other uh, superheroes that um, they're that they're not they they lesser known you know like Spider Man is the neighborhood sort of superhero this is the Teen Titans as well so they're making a real life Titans TV program now and in the trailer Robin goes like where's Bat he goes where's Batman and Robin goes. F Batman and it, all of these DC films and now this DC T- Titans TV show seems like my moody teenager like uh, mood swings if I was going to write a script and it was dark and full of superheroes this is what it would be 
like I'm a dark fan of these things. Whilst Marvel seems more like, hey, you know, superheroes, they're fun. Let's have a good time. Comic books so, are bright and colourful, so why don't we make our movies like that? Yes, but well, Batman is a bit darker, so I can see why they would do that, go that route. But I just, I don't know. It's hard to get hyped, really. And the I haven't thing seen is, the Batman all, trailer either. With all of the, um, as you say, I completely agree. They're trying to make it too edgy, too dark, too, uh, just not, not Goff. fun. Yeah, it's 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 desaturized and just a bit meh. And th- that in of itself isn't a necessarily a bad way to go because you only have to look at the Nolan trilogy of Batman films for how you can do gritty, dark films and make them predominantly fantastic. Like Dark Knight is still one of my favourite films of all time. And I I just don't understand why you wouldn't go in a slightly different direction with these characters. And yeah, it just seems so diluted compared to what we had before, which is more disappointing. I think um, comp- everyone comparing them to Marvel is it's doomed to fail. So I think on this show from now on, we shouldn't be comparing the two because I don't think they're anywhere. They're, they are definitely worlds apart. And even DC know that now because they're making side films don't uh, and like different actors playing the same superhero or villain. So like we should just treat this completely different to Marvel because it's just... In my yeah, in my opinion, this uh, extended universe there they're making is garbage. But that's just you know, that's, that's it is hot garbage. I mean, just the fact that they went for the uh, uh, big team up movie first, rather than building up the characters and getting us to know them over their solo origin films, doing it the other way around, just it's, it's just a seems bit of a rush job, really. It just seems dumb. Like I know they're doing it to try and be different from. Uh, Marvel and they want to have their big Avengers moment um, uh, before too long before like the superhero hype dies down which it may, may very well do soon um, but yeah it's just it's, you're just setting yourself up for fail with all these cardboard characters that you have to rush it through in 90 minutes to actually care about them um, like who is it? Is it Cyborg? And is there Martian Manhunter? Is he another one? I don't even Martian know. Martian Manhunter isn't even in the films yet um. Yes. In what are you talking about, Justice League? Uh, yeah. Well, that and Batman versus Superman. Um. It's just I don't care about <laughs> Batman in that one and Man of Steel, which is the only other one I I have seen. Admittedly, um, I didn't care about Superman in that because Superman isn't a, at least isn't my kind of character. I just don't don't dig him. So you don't even like Superman with a beard. I prefer him with a CGI'd mustache, but we didn't we didn't C- get that. It was a CGI'd off mustache. I know. I know. That's why I would have preferred a CGI'd on the mustache, because then they could have made it like an old vaudeville villain di- uh, uh, character from the nineteen twenties. Here to save you, Lois Lane. Clark Kent and his cavalcade of comedy comic books. <laughs> Uh, I I mean, if you're listening to this and we're either a little bit more Fruit Loops or just not quite as on it as we normally are, it is currently in the middle of a huge heat wave for us in the UK, and it's also Sunday afternoon, so we're all very tired. And, and uh, there are some. Uh, it's, they sound like jet planes keep soaring past me, but there is like a 
an air show going on. There are the red arrows. I uh, think there there's a rescue attempt to rescue Paul from the zoo, and ah. so if you keep hearing that, then well, maybe that's what it is. Well, if anyone's going to save Paul, it's the red arrows. <laughs> Whilst we're talking about DC, it's the um, the the. Have you seen the rising people wanting the Snyder cut? No, I know that there is apparently some director's cut of. Is it Batman versus Superman? It's there's um. Batman vs. Superman, apparently the good version of that to watch is the extended version because they had loads of stuff in. But they're the Justice League, obviously um, Josh Whedon. Is it Josh Whedon? Josh Whedon. Yeah. It's not Will Whedon. Will Whedon. It's, it's Josh Whedon. Um, mm-hmm. He, he uh, wasn't... Didn't Zack Snyder have some family problems? Yeah, didn't he? His son was ill or something like that. Something really yeah, not I very think nice. There was, a, there was a tragedy. Um, mm. So... Your your boy Josh went and finished it up. Joss, what did I say? Josh. I I, I can me and him are friends. I call him Josh. Oh, That's okay. just, um, yeah. So and now there are a silent majority of people who are saying the the way he depicts the characters is just that very. Oh, well, don't agree with it. Why is Batman jokey in that film? There were certain parts of it. You know, there was no dark Superman. Um, you know, cape. What 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 happened? He's ruined the film. Get us our Zack Snyder cut. And now there's a petition online to get the Zack Snyder cut released and stuff like that. And apparently it wasn't finished. And even if it was, it probably still wouldn't be that good a film. At least that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any cut of it at all, so I'm not one to judge. But um... It's similar to the uh, whole Star Wars thing going on now as well. Oh, what? The, the, there's apparently a different cut with uh, Solo. With oh, the... no, they, no, they want... Um, you know, what was it, episode eight? Oh, well, the petition to get the fans to remake it in... Uh... Yeah, gee. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's low. But speaking of fan-made projects, okay, uh, yeah. another story to come out of Comic-Con this weekend. Yeah. What was that? That was the Uncharted theme. I'm glad glad you're on the same page as me. Uh, Nathan Fillion and a director whose name escapes me right now because we research things on this podcast have released a 15-minute fan-made short uh, depicting Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake in in Uncharted. And everyone is raving about it and saying that it is really good. Uh, Have you seen it? I have not seen it myself yet. I haven't had a chance, but I... (laughs) I mean, I'm a, bit, really good at this. I'm a busy man. Have you seen it? I watched it twice. Oh, is it that good? Uh, yeah, me and my girlfriend, we enjoyed the Uncharted series. I watched it. And then I was like, you should probably watch this. It's very good. And then I watched it again with her. Yeah, okay. so it's, yeah. it's very good. I, he I could pl- play a good Drake. I've played half of Uncharted 3, and that's my exposure to the franchise. If um, anyone's analysing our podcast, it's like, did you watch this trailer? No. Tom, did you watch this or play this? No. Well, but let's <laughs> just talk about it anyway. Why not? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're best talk we're, about we're it. We're still more qualified than 90% of inter- uh, internet pundits. So Yeah, at least we showed up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're not at the zoo. Uh, but yeah, it, I've seen clips of it and I really like the way that... Um, they incorporate some camera angles that are very reminiscent of third-person action video games. Yeah. Uh, the over-the-shoulder camera look, which they did try in Doom, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Carl Urban, 
and it, that was the only good bit of the film was when it, they went to the first person camera Dwayne angle Dwayne The Rock Johnson one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood right now you're yeah. saying it wasn't a good film it was not a good film but the I agree like um, he, he gets the character down are we spoiling it no well, it's just a short it's just a short really it's not really anything to spoil it's, it's widescreen for most of it then in true just uncharted he just jumps out like a third story window and then he's on his feet. <laughs> and then, you know, over the shoulder, it goes from widescreen to full screen. And then he's got that little sequence where it's like, you would be playing it. And it's very it's very good to see that. I don't think it would make a whole film, but it shows that he would be good in a role. Well, I know that um, uh, the director, who I've just looked up, Alan Unger, he uh, said uh, in an interview at Comic-Con promoting this that uh, he did it for the for the fun of it he said that both he and nathan fillion were big fans of the uh of the franchise and so they basically met up over lunch and decided to do it in a gap in nathan fillion's shooting schedule but he did stress that if sony saw this and thought that there was legs in the pro uh, project or if um they wanted to expand it into something more that he was obviously open to the idea so i can see it as sort of like yeah we'll do this for fun but it is also like in a sense a sales pitch as well to try and get them to uh, make something a bit more feature length which I would dig if they could get uh, the same sort of tone and the same mannerisms and whatnot. then yeah I see. I don't see why not I, I know the Sony have tried to get Uncharted off the ground in terms of a movie adaptation for, for what feels like a decade now and the latest mm -hmm. I heard is that they wanted to do a kind of origin film with Tom Holland I believe yeah, I was going to say that yeah it's Uncharted 3 that there's some levels where you play as a young Nathan Drake and I think that's where they wanted to pick it up but uh, in uncharted 4 there's an even younger nathan drake as well so they have but i've done an essay on video game films and i think the best way to do it would be take the character that we love don't exactly change it but give us a different story because if they might do the same story over and over again then there's going to be nothing for the actual uncharted fans to like that's my take on it anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, I have to admit, there's not many uh, video game movie adaptations that are particularly good. Um, I have a soft spot for the Lara Croft, uh, Angelina Jolie movies just because they're schlocky action fun. Um, schlocky. And Korn do a music video for the second one, which is, you know, neat. Well, you know, because Korn back in that video game called Haze that worked out really well for that game too yeah everyone played Haze yeah I remember I bought that down release jeez what was I doing <laughs> they called it the Haze days oh, they were my Haze days <laughs> it's, 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 it's good though like um, that the Nathan Fillion thing you know fan made film can pick, get people excited well, really, he he was just a fan making a film, just like me yeah. and you could I mean they were both professionals and everyone involved was a professional but ultimately they had no permission to do it they had no backing or funding from any major studio so for all intents and purposes yeah it is just two two lads meeting up and being like yeah let's make a quick quick film which I is did cool it for the love i, I, did, I did it, it for, for the rock <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it i was seconds away from that uh, uh, rikishi would be good nathan drake i did it for the rock <laughs> i did it for the people <sighs> what was it? What was it? Oh, shut up, you fong-wearing fatty. That's, <laughs> yep, that was. <laughs> that 
they're cousins or something, weren't they? Or was that his uncle? Like, you know, imagine saying that to your own uncle, shut up, you fong-wearing fatty. Like, that, that's not very nice, is it? I'd say that to you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. Uh, you got to call me Uncle Craig from now on, though. <laughs> Unky Craig. Unky Craig. Uh, do we have a track of the week? We do indeed. Uh, track oh, of wow, the week is Broken track Design. Track of the week. Are you done? Yeah, okay. Got him. I'm ready. Okay. Cool. I just want to make sure you're ready because this is a banger. The okay. track of the week is Broken Designs in Pieces. Uh, they are a stoner rock band based in Malta who have released an EP, Halo of, uh, Halo of Flies, last year. And this is the last single to be released off that. It just dropped this weekend. So the weekend just gone, if you're listening now. I really dig this <laughs> this track. I, I don't know days. Like, I I just wake up in the morning. Uh, Time is a concept that man created. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. may it just doesn't exist. Everything's happening at once. But one yeah. thing that is happening right now is that we are about to play broken desi- broken designs. I'm going with Christopher Walken in pieces. Check it out. <laughs>
host Frank Tanner, and you are lucky enough to be listening to Upside Down Shark Radio. And that was Broken Design with In Pieces. Make sure to check out their EP, Halo of Flies. You can get it on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, or Bandcamp. Give them some love. What I, I do occasionally like the Stoner Rock song from time to time. How about yourself, Tom? Well, as a man who abstains from anything that could be considered stoner culture, I am actually partial to a bit. I do dig a bit of Mastodon, a bit of Down, good as well. And I really like a broken design as well. Yeah, that's that was our uh, our work ethic for Upside Down Shark ever since we began. So that that works out well for us. What a broken design! Yes, we we abstain from genres and we just like music because it's muses music. It's muses. I speak. Ironically, I hate Muse. That is quite ironic because I don't think they've done anything good recently either. So thank you, Matt Bellamy. Oh, that new single is just absolute garbage. I have heard hardcore Muse fans say, what are they doing? Like, Did you just hear a jet go over my head? Hey, in real time, I heard the plane go from my house to your house. That's so weird. (laughs) Oh, and I'm in Africa right now and you're in Great Britain how, how is that happening? oh well I, I'll bless the rains for you uh, what like that Weezer song? oh I like that cover I like that cover it's a good cover it... but you still you still frustrate me Born. I d- <laughs> it's like I know this additional song knowledge just to infuriate people <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to talk about infuriating people? Infuriating people? Yes, would you like to talk about a bit of news that we have not discussed prior to us recording, but I think it's worth talking about. Go on, you tell me, tell me. There is... uh, The first half we talked about DC films. This second half, why don't we talk a bit about Marvel films? That seems fair. My favourite, I would say, Marvel films out of the whole MCU has been the Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, yes. Ah, yes, here we go. Um, Recently, Disney have sacked James Gunn, the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2, and he was director, and also he had a big say in the soundtrack and the feel of the films. And he really did something different with the the films that we knew from Marvel at that point. But they have sacked him over uh, what were rape and some other sort of controversial tweets that he posted 10 years ago. Hmm. uh, What are your thoughts on this, Thomas? I I was conflicted to start with because uh, I know the ABC, who are also owned by Disney, um, fired... Roseanne Barr from Roseanne because of controversial tweets that she made. So my initial <laughs> gut reaction was, well, uh, you, uh, uh, politics aside, because obviously she was very right-wing, very Trump-orientated, whereas James Gunn is very liberal and left-wing, is that you can't fire one if you don't fire the other. You've got to maintain some neutrality. So I was like, well, it's it's got to happen. The more I looked into it, though, the more it really frustrated me, the the way they've treated him and the way they've handled this. Because uh, did you see how the uh, tweets came resurfaced and came to light? Uh, I don't know. I presume it's just someone trawling 
through the back catalogue. It was a right-wing group uh, who uh, took umbrage with James Gunn calling out Trump on Twitter in a public sphere and so decided to go on a crusade to essentially try and get him actively fired from uh, Twitter. Uh, from Sorry, from uh, the... Uh, Guardian's director's job. Um, Give it time. He'll be fired from Twitter. Yeah. Get rid of people that don't really deserve it. Yeah. Um, but the fact is that these jokes were from anywhere between eight to eight to nine years ago. And mm-hmm. if you, if you are being like not, nothing, obviously the things he said were disgusting and the things he said, he shouldn't have been said, but if you're fired from something, which has been in the public sphere for that long, and it's only just now coming to light and everything, then it's just it's just such a snap decision like you i don't know about you obviously he's a lot older than us but i was a completely different person well nine years ago i was 20 i was 14 so and i were cracking all those bad jokes i would be saying some really horrendous stuff because i was immature and really dumb but um he's i know that his uh brother sean gunn who also stars in guardians uh he, he came out and said that um the actual, the actual role of directing Guardians and writing Guardians taught him how to be a um, a better person and how to re- realise that to be a successful writer and become noticed, he didn't have to make all these shocking, controversial jokes that um, didn't reflect who he was as a person. He was only saying them to get a reaction. And it's the same with Dave Bautista. He has yeah, also, yeah, he's he also out come out well, and defended him. And yeah, it's just such a shame that... Um, they would they would do this um i i personally now think it is very unfair i think the fact that um he is since since uh this has happened since he met sorry since he made the tweets and before it blew up yes over the weekend uh he he's already acknowledged them and he said that he is a changed person and that he doesn't believe or agree with what he said and that he regrets saying it so it's not even like he's denied it or well obviously it'd be hard to deny it but it's not that even that he's uh try to um try to distance himself much in the way that a lot of other twitter aficionados <clears throat> who are prominent in american politics do yeah so um you you it's sort of, i sort of uh land on the same thing as you well, who was the the actress that you said beforehand who was that roseanne roseanne yeah hers was pretty much of that time, though, like she said, of it straight away, it, it was it was like uh, within a week of her making the tweet, it basically ended her career. Yeah, and um, whilst this is like something, like the way I spoke to my friends about it was like, here's something I said ages ago. Since then, I've grown as a person and done better things, and you know, I've changed since then. But it's the social media going bad again for all these sort of peoples and and it's hard to differentiate like who you were now and who you were then and stuff like that. I, when I stopped using Facebook, I like, you know, you can download all your data. Yeah. So I'd look at all my posts I did before I deleted all of them. (laughs) And uh, some of the stuff I said, like is the cringiest stuff. Like, and if you spoke to me today, I would be completely different, and I'm sure that's the same for James Gunn. Yeah, I remember just going back to Facebook. That you remember <laughs> when everyone would put as their status uh, is happy, is hungry, or something oh, yeah, like that. Third so, person, so you sound like The Rock. Yeah, exactly. You would just yeah. follow them for what your na- what said 
where your name was and everything. Um, for for him, like it was, he was an up and coming director at the time. I'm not trying to defend him, but controversy was the sort of thing that helped him get the jobs that he he needed to get where he is now. Mm. And it's like one of those things where you think about Disney. Weren't they Nazi sympathizers at one point? And you well, know, now you see where they are now. I don't think he was. A, I don't think he was a Nazi sim, uh, sympathizer. I know, I know he was very anti-Semitic, Walt Disney himself. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see. I get your point that um, as much as you should be held accountable for your past, it doesn't necessarily mean that it defines you uh, or who you are now. Um, I think the people that rummage around looking for this stuff are more toxic than you know, probably because they're out there trying to, you know, make that they're out there for negative wise trying to sabotage people's careers and stuff like that. And it mm. happened. They 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 got through what they were trying to do, which is sad to me. Yeah, I I, I the way I see it is that as much as it as much as it's not right what happened uh, as what what I believe personally. Um, no one necessarily did anything wrong because it, uh, it's it's the if it's out there on Twitter, regardless of how old it is, it is it's still in the public domain. So um, yep. you you can still access it readily and legally. There's nothing as much as it's sad and a bit perverse to go through and troll through years and years of tweets just trying to out someone or uh, or try and smear their name. Um, you have to be prepared that people will be willing to do that. And likewise, Disney have every right to protect their image. And I'm sure they have a lot of investors and a lot of stakeholders that were like, oh, no, this is this is awful. Like, look what look at the amount of press and coverage this is getting. Um, And Disney had to appease them in a very snappy, quick way. And I suppose the only thing he could have done in hindsight, which, again, is just a sad state of affairs is just delete every tweet he made before he signed with Disney um, yeah so like um, if we so people look don't new employers now they look at your social media profiles and stuff like that you know they look to see what you've been saying so you know maybe it is is well that you should do that from time to time it's, it sounds sad but yeah, that's I, probably I, the best way I think it's it's a very sensible thing to do. I um I, I know for a fact I'm just moving into a role where um in my job where I um am getting involved in hiring new staff and uh I know that for a fact that it's definitely a policy, not a written policy, but definitely a common practice to scope out someone's social media just to see what kind of person they are and whether or not they come across as professional, whether or not they have any uh thing that might either be work towards their their application and work against them and yeah i i just feel really really sorry for james gunn that this is all sort of blown up in his face right as sort of the peak of his the peak of his influence on the marvel cinematic universe because i know he had a lot of uh sway in the how avengers infinity war turned yep. out as well so yeah so should we uh, let's move on to probably uh a it's, I like talking about social media and us as a society. Do you reckon, because Twitter now is uh, what people can call toxic and, you know, stuff like that. There's threats to loads of people. Do you see another social networking service coming on or Twitter changing or going under? What What do you see happening in the future, Tom? Because I, th- I, don't, I don't think this is going to... 
for the rest of our lives, if everyone is linked to a Twitter page, it can't be good. At least that's what I think. I know. I, I completely agree. And I know for a fact that Twitter are hemorrhaging money uh, more so than I think any other social network of like that sort of scale. Uh, that's why they've resorted to advertising on TV quite regularly, uh, which Facebook don't often do. I think the only Facebook ad I've seen in the past six or seven years have been <laughs> when they had to apologize for the We're data sorry. breaches. Yeah, basically. We're sorry. Whereas Twi- Twitter have had to really gun for the fact that, oh, look, all the features that our platform can do. I think the only thing that has helped keep uh, Twitter up and running and relevant so far is, unfortunately, Donald Trump. I think that's the only thing that has kept people interested in the platform. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been surprised if it died off sooner. There's uh, an old Eric Bischoff book called Controversy Creates Cash. So... There you go. It's true. Um, I know that Instagram could very well be the top social network in the next two or three years. I know it's owned by Facebook, but it may very well have more active users on Facebook in that time. Um, So, yeah, I mean, just personally, I have no data to back this up. This is just what I've seen in... uh, my own You're experience with the kids in so, my own experience you know. is well maybe maybe not maybe that's the reason that it's uh becoming more apparent to me is because i'm growing old but it's that uh, more people are moving away from the public sphere of social media like uh face posting on your facebook wall and twitter and going more towards messenger services like facebook messenger whatsapp uh not so much over in the uk but viber in asia and america as well uh, and I think that's the way that it's going to go. I think that's the way that people will communicate uh, in the future. It'll be smaller groups. So you'll either have one-to-one conversations or you'll have your little group chats based around your friends, but you won't share so much publicly. Um, so in that regard, then the problems that James Gunn and, and others have had where uh, things come back to haunt them, that won't be so prevalent because... Uh, it will be kept semi-privately, uh, at least. But even Facebook have clocked onto that. They've started, I don't know if you've seen it, but um, they've started rolling out ads on Messenger so that you'll go through your yeah. list of conversations and after three or four, you'll see an advert pop up. And it's, it's, um, it's now like after oversharing, we're now reeling back a bit and everyone's, you know, realised it's not, you don't have to share. Like for me, I said, Craig is eating cheese or Craig is, you know, just took a walk. God, I'm knackered. Like who cares? Well, as a, as a sidebar, there is actual footage of you eating cheese on, uh, on Facebook on, sorry, on YouTube now. So, you know, that is out there. Is there? You and Mega Rand. Oh yeah. Oh yes. You're correct. And where can people find that? They can find it at YouTube. Just type in upside down shark. We haven't got a custom URL yet because we need a hundred subs, but we're getting there. So um, please subscribe, Paul. Please subscribe. Please, please subscribe. But yeah, there um, there is a great video of you interviewing uh, nerdcore rapper Mega Ran and sharing a slice of what kind of cheese was it? Was it extra mature? I think it was extra mature. Yeah. Wow, just like yeah, our content. <laughs> we're not R rated yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, Demonetized. But yeah, when uh, my best, my best, uh, my my best Facebook status, Craig Bourne. I like nuts. They salty. I have no idea what I was doing that day. I can't remember typing that. But if that's anything, like, please don't get rid of me, Tom, because I said that, okay? Well, uh, I mean, I thank you for bringing that to my attention. I will have to review that because 
we can't be having that. That's that kind of dirty conversations just sour the brand name. All, all tweets are my own. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right then. Uh, um, look, should we finish on something positive? Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, um, did you have something in mind? Uh, I just want to say there's the Xbox Ultimate Game Sale happening right now, um, and it should still it's still running for about another week. Um, quite a good few good deals. I myself picked up every Saints Row game for just over eleven quid. So it's pretty good. I would I would recommend people check that out if you have an Xbox. I have commercialism wins. Yeah, I have an Xbox. I had no idea about that. I'm definitely going to have to check that out after this uh, episode. Good. Um, and uh, positivity wise, I ate some pizza. Had saw some friends for my birthday. You done anything fun this week, Tom? I was also at your birthday. Uh, I won at ping, uh, beer pong with you, which was uh, a yep. great success. Team uh, boyfriends of those people over there. We we definitely brought it and won. Undefeated. Uh, I've also enjoyed the trailer for uh, Godzilla King of Monsters. Uh, I am very, very looking forward to that. Uh, Is this setting up Godzilla versus King Kong? I think so. Um, have you seen the trailer for it yet? No, I have not. Uh, basically, um, it sets up the there are other monsters from the original Godzilla lore, like Rodan and Mothra, uh, all dotted around the world, and that they are basically like the fever. That basically uh, humans have tainted the world so much that the the Earth has <laughs> has got these monsters, which work as basically an antibody that to, oh, to rain humans so, back in. So stupid! I like it. I know it's exactly the kind of schlocky B movie thing that it's just great to go and watch in the cinema so uh, mm. it's also going to star Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things which is uh, good casting in my opinion is this anything to do with Cole, uh, Kong Skull Island or is it different altogether I would. I know it's definitely in the same universe as that and Pacific Rim so I would not at all be surprised if we see some sort of cameo from the big big gorilla but that might just be Paul okay finally at the zoo we can only hope so I think that's going to do it for this week, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we've rambled on long enough. Uh, thank ramble, you very much ramble, ramble. for uh, having a chinwag. Yeah, it's been fun. And thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and hopefully we will have video recording capabilities back next week for your audiovisual pleasure. But just like Blue sang, no promises, baby. I've been Tom. I am still Craig. And we'll speak to you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. And that was a broken design with in pieces. Make sure to check out check out.